Well, welcome back to Warrior Talk, the voice of Little Rock Christian Academy, a.k.a. Warriorville. This is Gary Arnold, your head of school. Every week we want to grab 8 to 10 minutes of your time to share an insight on school, education, parenting, and building community in the grace and truth of Jesus. This week we want to extend the conversation from last week when we talked about how to raise an adult. But first, I want to thank you for your vivid and hearty participation in Warrior Blitz 2019. I'm told that within the first couple of days of Blitz, we've been able to raise a record of amount for the first two days of Blitz. And that means that we're well over halfway towards our goal. Blitz is a big deal because it allows us to do things that we ordinarily wouldn't be able to do. It's over and above the normal operating expenses of the school. And I might add some schools are in a position uh, that the annual fund is there to raise money to close the gap in the budget. And by the grace of God, we're not in that position. We're able to use the monies raised to enhance the school programs and the school campus dollar for dollar. When you do things like the jagathon or sell commodities, a portion of that money goes to the uh, organizers. But in our case, our people work so hard on organizing it internally that every dollar given to the school goes directly to help enhance the Little Rock Christian experience. With things like playground equipment or security or the deepen the scholarship fund or even purchase uh, Project Lead the Way, which is a national STEM curriculum. It's not free, but we found to be so beneficial in the elementary school, the middle school, the junior high, and the high school. Your help in, in uh, Warrior Blitz really makes us a better school. I also want to add that this week I'm coming to you uh, remote. I'm in Washington, D.C. for Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday of this week. Uh, I'm leading the annual meeting of the Council for American Private Education, where all the streams of America's private education uh, come together around the table to work to protect our liberties and our rights. Some are faith-based schools, some are non-faith-based schools, but we're all in this together because we know that we have to stay united to have any sort of political voice. Our time culminates with the Department of Education on Wednesday afternoon where we meet with Secretary Betsy DeVos. And I want to tell you that regardless of one's politics, the scriptures encourage us to pray for those in authority. And this woman in particular is working hard for the interests of all children in America, uh, including those that attend a private school. And she's a product of Christian schools in Michigan and has a heart for what we do. So please take a moment to pray for her because she's really taken a beating uh, in the public forum. All right, now I want to go back to a word that starts with P and that rhymes with T and that stands for, well, not trouble, but I got to tell you, parenting's not easy. We've said that before, but it is our privilege, our job, and along the way and in the end, it's so rewarding. This summer in my back to school letter, I shared with you a promise from Proverbs, Proverbs 22, 6, where it says, start children off on the way they should go. And even when they are old, they will not turn from it. So my first bit of advice is to let's practice this promise. The earlier we start them off on the way they should go, 
the easier and the better. This is an especially meaningful promise to those of us that have lived through the teen years. Uh, it re just reduces that weight and lifts up the hope. And I just beg you to push aside any skepticism that might come forth when you hear this verse. We're going to talk about what to do and the promise doesn't seem like a promise in just a few minutes. But let's assume it's a promise because it is a promise. So how do we do it? How do we practice the promise? Well, the answer is found right in the Torah. It's as relevant today as it was back in the day of Moses when he writes, These commandments that I give you today are to be on your hearts. Impress them on your children. Talk about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road and when you lie down and when you get up. I just urge you to not let that instruction intimidate you. Basically, it can be boiled down to this. Be real, be consistent, and be open about what you believe. Biblical principle number two, and this one's personal for me because it's about my mom. The principle is this, pray as if their life depends upon it, because it really does. I'm here today doing what I do because of the prayers of my mom. I'm sure my dad was praying for me, but he was a quiet man. My mom was more visible in her prayers. I mean, I would see her on her knees at home and at church, and I knew she was praying for me. There was a time in my 20s when I came down with Rocky Mountain Spotted Fever from a nasty tick. I hate ticks. And on spiritual intuition, in other words, by listening to God, she sensed something was wrong and drove up to my apartment 100 miles away, knocked on the door to check on me. And I was, had 104 fever and near delirium. My mom and dad, they took me to the hospital and my symptoms just befuddled the doctors. They had never really encountered Rocky Mountain Spotted Fever before. And so it was a long, scary night for my parents. Mortality rates on Rocky Mountain Spotted Fever back then were pretty high. And when I came to my senses and the fever broke within about 24 hours, I looked up at the, in the hospital room and who was there sitting in the chair just staring at me. And I know she was praying, none other than my mom. She was praying as if my life depended on it. And it did. So I urge you to pray for your children as if their life depends on it, because it does. Biblical principle number three, and that is to partner with what we call the golden triangle, that beautiful God-ordained partnership between the home, the church, and the school, where everybody's on the same page, heading towards the same goal. I guarantee you that we can't parent alone. We need to be surrounded by the body. And Little Rock Christian Academy is not your church. We're an extension of your home and a partner with your church, but you really need to be involved in a local church if, in fact, your uh, parenting skills are to remain sharp. So if you're not involved with your local church, get involved now. You know, we've done a census, and this year we have 120 churches represented at Little Rock Christian Academy. That means 120 local churches have families who are sending their children like you to Little Rock Christian Academy so that we can have a partnership that will produce fruit for eternity, namely our kids. Biblical principle number four, pace yourself. It's a long run and it's a long road. 
this is where that skepticism on Proverbs 22, 6 comes in, because we all know of families, or perhaps we've even experienced ourselves, where we do everything right, and the kids go off-road. Sometimes they hit the wall. So what about the promise, the promise of Proverbs 22, 6? Well, I would contend that promise is a promise. And a rabbi once told me, never judge a man or a person until they're 30. When our kids are 8 or 12 or 18 or even 21, it's too soon to determine what the final outcome is going to be. In the cases where our children walk away, let's have the faith that they'll come home. It may be in their elder years. It may be sooner. I'll give you an example from our own home. I'm confident that she won't mind me sharing this, but our middle daughter went to Baylor, and at Baylor, things blew up. It wasn't Baylor's fault. It was choosing the wrong friends. And so you say, well, what a waste of time. What a waste of money. What was the point of all those years? Well, today she's raising a son and has come back to the Lord, come back to the local church, and is all the wiser for it. But the promise of Proverbs 22.6 held true. Similarly, there are going to be points along the way where you're truly puzzled and you really don't know what to do. You're not alone. We've all been there. And I share with you this promise from Isaiah. Whether you turn to the right or to the left, your ears will hear a voice behind you saying, this is the way, walk in it. So in those moments of scratching your head, Listen, pray, and the Lord will reveal to you in supernatural ways what to say and what to do. Oh, and by the way, if you feel like you've blown it or if in fact you do blow it, it's all right. Just pick yourself back up as a parent and uh, keep going. The Bible says, though you stumble, you shall not fall. The Lord upholds you with his hand. All right, let's wrap this up with one more pithy proverb. Proverbs 29:17 Discipline your children and they will give you peace. They will bring you the delights of your desire. I mean this proverb really jolted me. I did not expect it. Want peace? Discipline your children. Want the delights of your desire? Discipline your children. Given the context of our society today, it's really come down to placing discipline in the back seat. And by doing so, we really hurt our families. We're not talking about a harsh hand here. Basically, we're talking about the power of the stink eye. A friend of mine told me just a couple of weeks ago, never underestimate the power of a raised eyebrow. Think about that. Picture that. Your child's on the edge of danger or trouble or a dumb mistake, and you give the eye. You raise your eyebrow. Things come to a roaring halt. My advice to you and to me is to milk that for all it's worth. Well, as we close today, just know that we support you as parents, as you support us, as your partners. Tune in next week when Dr. Smith and I visit Gordon College and one in Massachusetts. We'll be there to meet with peers and the president of the college to learn more about advancement. And while we're there, we're going to be able to to, uh, reunite with two Warrior alumni, uh, Graham Seymour and Rebecca Ortega. And I hope that next week's podcast will in fact be an interview with them about how Little Rock Christian Academy helped them uh, in their college years. 
and, and how we can do even better to make sure that that transition into college is smooth and strong. Well, thank you for joining us, and we'll talk to you next week.